game. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Wanna suplex cats, give them belly to bats. Rock bottom, tombstone, and a sunset flip. So I need you to teach me that. No way. I wanna slam fools on the mat. Hear the crowd go wild when I win the strap. Boom, soft, sharpshooter, and a F5-2. So I need you to teach me that. I literally just finished watching the greatest wrestling match of all time. It was Iron Sheik versus Hulk Hogan, but they were just really, really old and not in the ring and in podiums. And Iron Sheik was really, really white. And shit, wait, no, that was the presidential debate. Never mind. <laughs> oh, I, was literally telling my, I was literally telling my dad that was like, it was like a weirdly booked, like, you know, debate between Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheik, and they just couldn't stop talking over each other, or they forgot each other's promos, so they started arguing, shoot. Like, they just shoot arguing. Like, it was ridiculous. Oh, my God. If you uh, have the fortune of not living in America right now, um, you missed one of the most wildest presidential debates I think I've ever seen. And, like, granted, I've been alive for four presidents, uh, or at least four elections, and this is the second time, or third time rather, that I've been really interested in political debates. And this was the shittacular spectacle that we all thought it would be, and more. My God. Um, it's not wrestling related, but I am selling Keith Yappin shirts, two for $18, um, on your local street corner. Or you can follow me at Pending257 on Twitter if you want one. But for now, Welcome to the Natural Disasters of Wrestling Podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Don. See, I'm really in a mood right now because I use my I use my government full name. I gave I'm getting a little bit of echo from you. Fuck me. Uh, give me one second. <laughs> We're such a professional show. Uh does this sound better? Uh, more or less the same. Same. Uh, yeah. Better or worse? Better or worse? About sure. About the same. Uh, better or worse? Better or worse? About the same. It's like a weird kind so. of like... I think somebody's using the microwave. Maybe I have no idea. That's kind of what it sounds like. Is like, you know, that little buzzing noise whenever... There it goes. It's gone. Okay. There we go. Oh, now there it goes again. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, if it sounds like a helicopter, like a really like Broadway helicopter. I think it's gone. Is it gone? No, it's still there. It's not as bad as it was earlier. Nope, it's still there. So I should. So I should keep the other one. I'm keeping this one. Okay, fine. Fuck it. Uh, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> What's uh, po- what post? Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah. And then, did you really just do all that so that way you can buy your more buy yourself more time to eat? I did. No, but your 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 shit was pretty crunchy. Uh, okay. Um. So, yeah. Welcome to Natural Disasters Wrestling. It's been a interesting couple of days. Um, yeah, um, as far as wrestling related news, it's been super interesting. Um, never a dull moment, never a dull moment in our, uh, sphere of wrestling 
news. Um, where do you want to start? I think, well, the main crux of the show is going to be about um, Clash of Champions. Um, but Hold first, we will cover just a little bit of news. Second. Yeah, technical difficulties are fun. Welcome to Technical Support Cast. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know where we start because there is a bunch of stuff in terms of news and that kind of relates to our main topic, which is Class of Champions 2020, uh, as well as uh, our last episode, the Rona 2. Is that what we're calling it? I think we call it a Coronathon Part 2. Corona 2, Electric Boogaloo. Um, Jesus, so like, where do we start? Um, I mean, I think we should just go into Class of Champions because we're going to talk about some of this stuff anyways, the news. Yeah. Um, so what, how did you feel about Class of Champions in general? So Class of Champions, it was a show. Um, we is that a good is that a good is it a good sentence or a bad sentence? It's a sentence. I mean, the main event was fantastic. Um, the opening match was fantastic, and then somewhere in between, things just kind of felt met to me. Yeah. Um, so right before the show started. Um, WWE announced that Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Nikki Cross haven't been weren't medically uh, cleared to compete during the pay-per-view, so they had to change some of these matches. So uh, the women's uh, tag team match uh, did not happen. Um, and well, wait, did it happen or didn't? I don't. Remember. It did not happen. Did not happen, and then of course Bailey uh, did not defend the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship against uh, Nikki Cross because, you know, in the real world, they got exposed to somebody that had COVID, but in WWE world, they just weren't medically cleared because that's what happens in the Thunderdome. You just don't get medically cleared out of nowhere because Lord knows they're taking physicals every day. That's just me being petty right now, sorry. Uh, So, I mean, yeah, you have little changes like that, and, like, maybe it's obviously better in the case that, like, you know, they got, you know, these uh, performers are uh, staying home or staying out of the arena to uh, you know for the sake of their health and the sake of others, mm-hmm. but it also it was also a plus because you know that's one less match uh, or two less matches. Two less because matches. Some of these some of these pay per views just run way too long um, because they have a shit ton of matches. Um, but yeah, I mean that's how I felt about it at least. Um. My whole issue is, so they probably knew well in advance before the show. Mm-hmm. So potential people who are, say, for example, paying for the actual pay-per-view, mm-hmm. they kind of got duped out of two matches. I don't know. Card always subject to change, though, no matter what you're watching. Like it's true. Things happen, unfortunately. Like, things happen, unfortunately, especially in, in regards to COVID. Like, you can't blame them for having to pull people like, you know, when there's a fucking deadly virus or supposedly, not unless you supposedly, but a semi-deadly virus, you know, that's going around. You don't want to, you know, you're already getting, catching a bunch of flack for not watching after your, your wrestlers, you know, as it is. Um, and again, like, and again, like, yeah, you're paying money for the pay-per-view, but I think you're getting more quality over quantity in this case. That's fair. Um, I mean, that's fair. My whole thing, again, it feels a 
and I guess this is more so just because WWE always feels like this. It's a bit carny. I mean, yeah, but for wrestling is. I get what sure. you mean. I get what you, I, I get what you mean. Like it's still like you're being told one thing, and you're being you know you're being fed another. But again, like it, being circumstances being what they were, it's understandable. And plus, it's not like they're advertising a tag team that's not going to show up when they've totally signed for another company because they've yeah. totally done that in the past before. Yeah, that's true. That's uh, fair. But I, but I mean, I, again, like if you feel so upset about it. Uh, and you decided to cancel or decided not to watch the protest, please um, send us uh, whatever money you got because apparently you have a bunch of disposable income. Uh, our, our, uh, our cash app and our zeal are nothing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like uh, from what I understood and from what I felt, this was actually um, not on the par of SummerSlam. Actually, it was about even with SummerSlam this year. It was actually pretty decent. And nobody expected it to be as decent as it was um, because that's what WWE does. They really lower your expectations, you know? It's like a really bad boyfriend who, like, doesn't really do shit, but, like, when prom comes, he actually, like, dresses up, cuts his hair, buys a limo and everything, and doesn't make you try to make you do anal. Like, he actually does everything right. But after that, fair. he kind of sucks. But then after that, he kind of sucks again. Fair. That's fair. That's 100% fair, a fair analysis of it, or analysis of it. Describing WWE pay-per-views by, by using anal as a figurative reference. <laughs> because here on the Natural Disaster of the Podcast, the podcast for you, um, uh, yeah, so just, let's just go down the card a little bit. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro defeat Lucha House Party. Um, yep. Lucha House Party is the uh, job squad of Lucha wrestlers. And this was on the this was on the pre-show, so they moved the Raw Women's Championship match to the main to the main show, and then put this on the pre-show. Which I think is is better because Oscar doesn't deserve pre-show treatment. Like honestly, okay, okay. Here's the thing that I feel about WWE pre-shows and like. I think it's been it's it's really been a thing for a long time, but I finally put it into words. The WWE pre-show is obviously supposed to get you to uh, like they're supposed to entice you to buy the pay-per-view by give, giving you a good match or at least a match to let the appetite, as it were. Mm-hmm. But they don't really use anybody of substance all that much, or they don't really put people who they think are going to put on a really good match. A lot of people have gone out on these pre-shows and proven them wrong. But they don't necessarily have the greatest like star power and name. Whereas AEW so far on their pre-shows, they at least give you somebody who's usually a bigger name and a younger talent. So like yeah. for Double or Nothing, it was I believe it was Private Party versus SCU, correct? Correct. So Private Party obviously has uh, gotten a lot of. Um, you know, recognition and their value has gone up significantly since the since they've appeared in AEW, and especially after uh, they eliminated the Young Bucks in their tag team tournament on Dynamite. SCU is obviously very over. They are a well-established tag team. And so you have those two teams going out there and putting on an incredible match uh, because they know they can and because, again, they're trying to entice you to buy their product. WWE, they don't always do that. Or rather, oh, you don't always know what there. you're going to 
Sorry, WWE, you don't always know what oh. you're going to get with a pre-show. Again? Hey. Fucking hell. You broke up there. Do you hear that echo again, or is it just me bringing up? I didn't hear a word you said for the last minute. And your audio's out. Okay, again? There. Anything? Huh? Better? <laughs> Return of technical difficulties. Again, like, they just keep popping up, just like Retribution. When you don't want them, they just keep popping up. Um, or, like, that really bad wart. Um, not that I have boards. Anyways, I'm going off topic. Um, with the WWE pre-shows, you never truly know what you're going to get. So, like, a lot of these shows, it kind of goes off the pre-show. You're either going to really want to watch it, or you're just going to be kind of like, oh, okay, this is all I needed to see, and just not tune in. Um, so, my... Yes, I mean, agreed. Agreed. Um, my drawback with the pre-show for this guy was, you know, you have, instead of... I mean, don't get me wrong, Oscar deserves better than pre-show. But uh, Nakamura, the whole Nakamura and Cesaro, Lucha House Party storyline felt like it should have had a, you know, turn of some sort. Because mm. that's, that's what they've been building towards. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, it kind of shows that Cesaro makes a shitty tag team partner if he keeps having to turn on his partner. Except with the case of Tyson Kidd, that was different, but... Um, I'll talk about Lucha House Party. Oh, that too. So, you know, know. We, I just want them to do better. I just want much better for the guys in Lucha House Party. They're going to break up. It's going to happen. Mm. WWE on the, uh, on the splitting tag teams up train. Yeah, they're really, they're really good about that. You know, tag teams don't really last that long, and if they do, it's a miracle in the case of you know, New Day or I mean, even DX broke up and stuff like that. You know, just mm -hmm. everybody has a time has a timeline. Everybody has an expiration date, except New Day for some reason, which honestly I'm kind of glad for. After that, we had Sami Zayn defeating Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles in a ladder match to crown who is the real and undisputed Intercontinental Champion. Uh, how did you feel about this? I did not see this coming. That was my surprise of the night. And did Jeff Hardy go in with no more words? Um, I don't remember off the top of my head. I don't remember either. Um, I, like, I really thought that they were going to keep it on Hardy. Um, so this could either mean that either Hardy's going away or, you know, they're, they're pushing for a Stammy, uh, Sammy and uh, Hardy feud, which would be interesting. Or mm -hmm. maybe Hardy goes for a different championship, you know? Maybe he's uh, next in line. For the Universal Championship, that's going to be interesting. Actually, actually, that would be interesting. That's a clashing of styles between Reigns and Hardy. You yeah. know, and it's not something. It's not something out. You know, that we haven't seen Hardy do before. But I'm, I'd actually really enjoy that. Uh, we had Drew Gulak defeat our Truth for the twenty four seven um, for the twenty four seven seven eleven Interstate I ninety five Championship. Um, Three six nine. I mean, damn you, fine. Gulak is Gulak has always been good. He's actually like he's he's one of those people where he's just like, okay, yeah, he's he's really great technically and everything like that, but his character has gotten a lot better too. Like I can enjoy people on just like a pure um athletic standpoint. But I mean when you throw character into that always makes things better. Um, I just feel like he's gonna become a comedy person now. Just like Shorty G. Yeah. yeah. 
because god forbid you have athleticism and you know you're actually likable um Um, i'm not just talking about i'm not just talking about like strong fucking superman punch fucking spear after that we had oscar defeating zelina vega which we all kind of saw yeah we all kind of saw it coming i mean it is what it is Hey, Zelina has a lot going for her still, and you know she still has a lot of time, so she is gonna get that women's championship as sooner or later. But you know, later rather than sooner, and I'm excited mm-hmm. to see that. Lashley defeats Apollo Cruz for the United States Championship because, of course, and of course. with no um, with no interference from Retribution, and um, uh, no Cedric Alexander, no Cedric Alexander either, which is also interesting. Street Profits to uh, defeat Andrade and Angel Garza uh, to retain the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, Angel, uh, sorry, yeah, Garza is actually injured, correct? Yes, correct. I think he injured his hip, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and apparently uh, it was never in the cards to take the titles off Street Profits just yet. So it's going to be interesting to see how many more matches until we see Andrade and Angel with the Tag Team Championships. R-Truth then then actually defeats Drew Gulak to... uh, get back his 24-7 title and this actually makes his 40 uh sorry yeah his 45th title reign overall wow and not just the, not just the 24-7 title like overall titles in wwe this is 45th reign so he is especially the most uh the most golden uh wrestler in wwe well with the most championship wins at least i wouldn't necessarily say decorated because i think the only titles he's won so far are the hardcore the 24 7 and i think he was intercontinental champion if i'm not mistaken in wwe technically so, he has more titles titles than rick flair and and uh triple h and john cena not combined just yet but give him another couple months and he'll yeah. you know outshine them all Yep. Um, we had Asuka defeat Bailey by disqualification when she went to go uh, fucking, you know, answer her open challenge to become Asuka two belts, which would have been yep. interesting. Uh, Sasha Banks came and uh, started getting her um, uh, her payback in on Bailey. Post McIntyre. Post match. Yes. Oh, that's true. That's true. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeats Randy Orton in an ambulance match. By the way, the uh, WWE Championship still hasn't changed hands in an ambulance match in history, and it hasn't, and you know, it still didn't uh, at this past Clash of Champions. This is actually pretty fun. I this, see. This is the match that I hated the most. What? Yes. I felt like please, this please was. Explain. I felt like this was nothing but an advertisement for their ambulance toy. Oh yeah, that's right. But their ambulance toys with Braun Strowman. Yes, but this was definitely an ambulance like like come by our toy like why the fuck does an ambulance have a steel chair in it um a red steel uh, chair i mean because red's a pretty color and what if they need to sit down to take off the bolts from the if the tire breaks if the tire pops there's absolutely no reason for that door to pop off as easily as it did um i'm sorry Drew Galloway, I'm sorry, Drew McIntyre has really strong legs. Have you seen him calves? <laughs> Have you seen them thighs? Like Drew Gall Drew or Drew Galloway. Drew McIntyre's thighs are the next set of thighs that I want to crush my head besides my girlfriend's. So you're telling me his thighs can crush a door off clean off of its handle, but it didn't knock Randy Orton's head off when he went for that punt at the end. Listen. And you're telling me the man from Death Valley, who's been dead for 25 years, <laughs> can't wrestle anymore. 
in the year the year of our Lord 2020. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> You're telling me that you know. I don't know. know. Yeah, I guess you're right. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's true. I don't know. Yeah, I found that interesting. I was was funny. My dad was making fun of that. He's just like, so did the door pop off before or after Drew slapped his leg? I was just (laughs) like, ooh, that's good. It is. It is. And then the cameos also pulled me out too because you're telling me McIntyre can't do this on his own. Listen, there's nothing about uh, him not being able to do it on his own. I took it as like, you know, this is the, obviously the baby face, like this is the the weird match that, you know, you're going to have with Orton and McIntyre anyways, but you kind of want to have that like fun match before the more serious main event because like you know, you want to show that all these people are behind Drew McIntyre as a champion. And plus, all these people did, you know, uh, were wronged by Randy Orton. So, you know, back in, what was it, 2002, 2003, when Orton was taking out Legends, like, none of them could get their comeuppance, but a lot of these guys are still active. So it's not far-fetched to, you know, for them to come back pissed and you know wanting their revenge and the part with nature boy driving off in the ambulance that was awesome that was a really cool visual it was really i mean it was silly uh, it was silly yeah but i think it was it was pretty neat that was my favorite part of 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 the cameos but like Mm. like that one i I agree should have stayed in there but it was just everything else like that was unnecessary like the sweet chin music you know and then the sweet chin music off of the ambulance Unnecessary. Yeah, I guess. I thought that was cool, though. It's unnecessary, yeah, but I thought it was. I thought it was good for what it was. Um, again, main again, event. it's just a, again, it's just a lot of these guys just being pissed. I don't know. That's just my opinion, though. Sure. Main event: You had Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso for the Universal Championship. Um, and in this, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of family drama in this, and actually the um the promo video f- up leading up to this match is actually now being heralded as you know uh, up in the top three of promo videos for a championship match how do you feel about that you know what i'm surprised still of was uh john cena did the video for the intro and i didn't see him once what do you mean it's almost like i can't see him wow 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 <laughs> Uh, so I'm guessing you liked it. It was good. It was a really good promo. I liked it. I liked it. Uh, how, how did you feel about the match itself? The match itself was exactly what it should have been. Um, by golly, by golly, stop it! He's dead already. That's how I felt. Stop! Stop! He's already dead. <laughs> Oh my god. I listen, I just I'm really impressed and just really happy with what they've done with heel Roman Reigns because again, like you know, it was two, three years of him being a baby face, of him being the next John Cena, and he you know, does something that John Cena was 
didn't probably didn't want to do or probably didn't feel comfortable with doing he went i'm not gonna i can't believe i'm saying this. he went the hogan route and did something that we didn't think he was capable of doing or didn't have the balls of doing and he went heel he he said you know fuck your kids you know throwing their fists down and going doing the ooh with me like no like yeah. i'm turning heel and i'm turning heel on my family too like i am the chief or whatever or i'm the leader or whatever like no, i you- thought that that was great you know, everyone think everyone's going on the assumption that the lead up is going to be um the lead up's going to be Rock versus Roman at WrestleMania next year. Um, I don't see that. I could kinda see this. I could see it if it happened maybe a couple years from now. And the reason I say that is because you wanna make sure that not only do you have enough people in the arena for it to matter, but you want to also make sure that, you know, the risk of spreading anything or catching anything in the ring or as far as being around other talent is incredibly low because the rock has a lot at stake. Yeah. You know, so not, not only, uh, you know, is he going to be careful about whatever bumps he takes? um, He's going to be careful about that too, because as we saw, he's already caught COVID and he spread it to his family or somebody spread it to the family. And he still has, you know, production and everything to take care of because he does have a lot of millions invested or people, a lot of people have millions invested into his company. So he cannot let those people down. So it'd be really interesting to see that, but they're not really pushing it. And, you know, it doesn't make sense for him to do that right now. You know, I, agree. I mean, it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. But I, I could see where people are, are going with this thought. Um, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Plus, also, it'd be interesting to see The Rock use that um, video of when he raised Roman's hand at the Royal Rumble. And then when people were booing, he kind of gave that, he kind of like gave that weird look. He's just like, oh, this is what I thought it was going to be. To use that as fuel. It's just like, you fucked up my credibility, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Now, where do you think they go with because basically, like the ending of the match was fucking Rocky three. Yeah. So somebody said that uh, was it Rocky two or Rocky three? One of them. Yeah, yeah. Somebody was just like, yeah, Vince saw Rocky the night before and decided to use that ending. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody would not like. Neither of them called out Adrian. <laughs> um, that would have been icing on the cake. Uh, I, I I mean, it was interesting. I could see that route. I didn't think of it at first, but then again, I'm not a fucking 80s baby, so that wasn't my first thought. Wow, I got called out. Yeah, fucking Mister. I cried when I I cried when I saw the uh, the ectoplasm or whatever the ectobuster. What the fuck was it called? The ecto one. The ecto one, yeah. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> all you 80s babies can come fight me I don't give a shit you can't even get out of bed correctly alright you can't even take me down you, you do realize that like 80 babies are about 80% of our demo I love all of you and I love the goonies and um, you know trapper keepers am I right guys am I right oh my god <laughs> Please keep listening to this podcast. I'll suck your dicks. No, I'm in a really feisty mood today. I'm sorry. 
That's fair. That's fair. Uh, overall, what would you rate it in terms of a pay per view? Um, I'm gonna give it a three. Um, three. It it was it was good. Um, uh, it wasn't well. I mean, it wasn't horrible. I've seen way worse pay per views. Um, the the last two matches, or you know, kind of the icing on the cakes, uh, or the icings on the cake for me. Um. Everything else is gonna, eh. or that that ladder match though was good. I mean, you saw that ladder, yeah, that ladder. Yeah, you, you saw Styles, Generico, and Hardy. Like, what more could you have asked for? Like, the, maybe if it happened a little bit earlier, like you know, in their year, sure, but still. The SmackDown stuff was fantastic for me on the card. Um, yeah. All the Raw stuff, I could really give two shits give a about. shit less about. I don't really yeah. care about Street Profits anymore. I don't either, and it's, it sucks because I was so high on them when they first came on the main roster. I didn't get it necessarily. I'm not gonna lie. Even when even when they were in NXT, I'm not, I wasn't like fully behind it. But I mean, like I just like I don't. It does nothing for me right now. So now there were some noticeable absences again from the show. Yeah. Um, so apparently, retribution doesn't work Sundays. Yeah. Apparently, it don't work Sundays on pay per views. Um, also, so we were missing Retribution. We obviously didn't get uh, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, or Nikki Cross. Um, another person notably got absent was uh, Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm missing someone else. Um, oh, Charlie Caruso. Charlie Caruso was nowhere to be Charlie seen. Charlie Caruso as well, yes. So, T Bar, um, yeah, all of them, yeah. Uh, so, and that's because they all were uh, possibly in contact with somebody who uh, was infected with COVID, and so you know to protect them, uh, they obviously, since they are contracted after all, they kept them at home, uh, and apparently this, um, you know, a lot of people kind of started making weird jokes about this, you know, non kayfabe. On Twitter, uh, somebody made the joke about how, um, like, uh, everybody possibly getting COVID was a blessing to get this act to stop, and I'm, and I think it was either I think it was, I think it was Dijakovic who basically was just like, you know, if you wishing upon somebody get a possibly deadly disease because you don't like a wrestling angle, you really need to like fix your morals or something along those lines. Which I which agree is with. True. Yeah. I agree with if if you're that upset about a wrestling faction or a story or an angle, you need to get your shit checked. It's like the people that were happy when they found out Roman had cancer. Yeah. Like you you need to go and have a talk with yourself in the mirror, bud. Like yeah. it's not that serious. Like we can like, you know, we shit on retribution. We talk about, you know, how it sucks because it does. But like we're not talking about the actual people who are involved. We're talking more about the characters and the creative. And uh, you know, it's not right to to wish upon something like that on other people. Uh, but yeah, they were out. And you know, this again, like uh, you know, COVID be damned. Like they really don't work Sundays or work pay per views for a company yeah. that wants to take down the WWE. Like, how do they not like think like, oh, we should probably mess up their pay per views and cause you know bombs or whatever? Like, I don't get it. <laughs> Like yeah, let's take Sunday off. Like, Starting us off. We we, we, we observe the Sabbath. 
You know what? It is Ron. Uh, what is it? Ron Kapoor. What? It is uh, Yom Kapoor right now. So it is Yom Kapoor. Yeah. So mm. there is that. So they were just like, well, we have to rest and we have break fast the next day. So I don't really want to use up all my my energy. Um, I think that's how that goes. I don't know. I don't have too many Jewish friends. I'm sorry. Um, I'm Quick a- news bits. Quick news bits. Matthew doesn't know how to shut up. Um, so quick news bits. Did you know how long Matt Cardona's contract is for AEW? Wasn't it like nine appearances? It expired after All Out. Really? Yeah. So he was only there for like, like what, two months? Yeah. Hmm. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, it's not bad at all. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe he just wants more time to play with his toys, and I don't mean that in a shitty way. But, like, I mean, he does do the Wrestling Figures podcast, and, you know, I mean, there's not a lot of companies for him to go to right now, but, I mean, still, I'm sure he wants to be at home, too, for a bit. Yep. yep. Um, Ryback is suing NFL star uh, Ezekiel Elliott because for using the phrase, feed me. Really? Yep. That's interesting. Yeah. Um. So hold on one second. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay, so um, I think we're just gonna finish off with a little bit of um Tessa Blanchard news. So. Tessa Blanchard obviously was released from Impact uh, the, the middle of this year. Um, she dropped or relinquished the Impact belt, and you know, uh, amid a lot of allegations that she's you know racist, uh, that she's had some bad behavior, backstage behavior, and just you know a, a lot of allegations uh, that came up during the whole Speak Out uh, movement and during the summer. And so um, there have been a lot of rumors of her. Re- going to either AEW or WWE and so she has been on a hiatus uh, on from pro wrestling but um, she also got married to Mexican wrestler Daga mm-hmm. and she posted a picture of both of them recently where she kind of um, uh, gave her side of the story from some of these allegations and I'm not going to go into it because it's pretty long and she kind of talks about how she's blessed and she's grateful for her life and yada 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 and she's like, and there, well, here's the one line that actually got me. At the end of the day, I could look in the mirror and say, I know that woman. I like that woman. I love who that woman is becoming and what she's capable of. That's all I need. Racist? That's not me. That's never been me. I don't have a history of being that way. I don't have a history of using that language. And that's the end of it. It's just not who I am. Um, and so she basically moves, you know, makes this whole thing. And recently she was at, I think it was a GCW show where mm-hmm. she was a champion there too. And she recently dropped a title to Kylie Ray. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like she's cutting a lot of her, um, her independent ties to to make a jump somewhere. And that's where nobody exactly knows where yet. Although uh, for the WWE 2K battlegrounds uh, during one of the, um, uh, the tutorials, there's a picture of Tessa Blanchard used. And so people don't know if that was a spoiler that the uh, 2K studios didn't know that they shouldn't they shouldn't have put out, or 
if it was a lazy developer who used the picture of Tessa Blanchard when they looked up women's wrestler. I could really, with 2K, I could really see it going either way. That's what a lot of people said too. Uh, so she might be going to WWE. I mean, there's obviously a lot of people that want her there, uh, especially higher up wise, because she does have a lot to add, not only to the NXT roster, but to the main roster as well. Um, AEW does, has, I mean, has no reason not to want her other than maybe just, again, some allegations and some uh, stuff that hasn't necessarily been proven. Um, but they have been pretty good at, like, keeping away all the negative energy and the negativity that some people give because they did release Jimmy Havoc. They have worked with other people. They did suspend Guevara without pay and stuff like that. They're, they've trying to, kind of been on top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, again, it, and it would only help elevate AEW's women's roster. And uh, Big Swole was very um, public about her comments about having Tessa Blanchard there because she, too, had heard – uh, a lot of rumors and stuff about how Tessa is in the background. And she even said that she feels that the environment that AEW, the AEW women's roster cultivates would probably be um, helpful and positive for Tessa Blanchard mm-hmm. because like, you know, not all these women have to be, com- you know, they're competitors in the ring, but they don't have to necessarily compete with each other backstage because they're all trying to, they're all going after the same goal, which is to make the company look good, to make each other look good, to be safe and to make money. So yep. it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Tessa Blanchard. Uh, where do you think she'd, she'd end up? I think she's going to end up in WWE. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, that's where the money's at. Her dad may be in AEW, but I think for her move, smart move wise would be to go to WWE. Yeah, I feel like if she went to AEW right now, she'd be a uh, big fish, small pond. Yeah, uh, because that AEW doesn't really have that right now. They don't really have a name, uh, like a big marquee name in women's wrestling. They're building them. Britt Baker is kind of getting up there. I think with enough work and enough, um, uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? Investment. Big Swole could be up there, uh, and uh, Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida has been uh, moving up there really, really fast, and, and you know she proves her worth every time. Because uh, unfortunately, right now the biggest name that they have is Thunder Rosa, and that's not even a woman that's a part of their company. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I could, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if she goes to WWE. Me either. Um, Mr. Donald, where can they find you on the Twitter? You can find me on the Twitter and the Instagrams and the Snapchats and the all the other stuff at E L D L N. Maybe. E-L-D-O-N-B-R-U-J-O. Where can they find you at? I am at Pending257 on Twitter. And you can find us on our our, um, podcast, Twitter, and Facebook. TNDW Podcast. Um, Yeah, is it TNDW Podcast? Sorry, I was like, my my (laughs) mouth is moving faster than my mind. Um, Real quick update. We are starting a blog. We have bought the domain. We are uh, editing it. I still need an about me from this Benejo so that way he can uh, tell people who he is, uh, which I had soon. asked for last week. Uh, and he sends it to me just as quick as he sends me these shows that I can tool around with. Um, <laughs> but we will have that up uh, more than likely um, by the anniversary of our podcast because unfortunately uh, life happens. And when you're a college student who also works, um, you know, regularly and uh, fucking side hustle, things get busy and you know fall through the cracks. But we will have, have that up soon. Do you have our first episode? 
I thought you did. I think I do. We're gonna look for our first episode. We're gonna we're gonna listen to it. We're not gonna make you listen to it again because well, we don't want you to. Uh, but <laughs> we're gonna listen to it. We're gonna uh, talk shit about ourselves, and we're also gonna do a retrospective on where on the shows that we covered, which were basically the first episode of Dynamite and the first episode of SmackDown on Fox. And we're going to talk about everybody who is and isn't in those companies at the moment. Um, It's going to be awesome. And and one more thing before we head out. Um, To the person that finds Don's OnlyFans, if you find it and send me the link and send me screenshots of the stupid shit that he puts up, you get 50% (laughs) off his OnlyFans. And I make that promise in his name. Would you and say just that? like the huh? Would you say that's a disaster? I'd say that was a fucking episode. 